Welcome to Talk Pop C. We're going to talk today about uh, art as cognition. My name is Vincent Palouse, and today I'm joined with Mr. John McCartan. So welcome. Um, so first, photography. How do you think photography relates to art and cognition? And well, cognition and art, because we were just talking about this a second ago, and philo- I'm interested to think about it. Yes, uh, photography in relation to cognition via and art. For the record, I am a photographer. Just want to put that on tape. You know, I almost never feel very artistic when I'm photographing. It feels very um, mechanical. Almost feels like a craft being done, like uh, in the way someone would do, like woodworking. Um, and you know, this has been this is just me personally. I've always found a lot of frustration in that. I read a lot of, of photo books, obviously, as as one should to um, understand the, the 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 medium and the history, and it's, it's all this. Uh, really abstract talk about seeing and knowing and you know all these quotes about you know the moment and the connection to all these sort of broad creative ideas and I almost never feel any of that I just sort of see what's through the viewfinder and it's like okay this looks this looks about right you know um or this has some, you know, uh, some value to it, you know. Um, I'm not really sure how one is supposed to think artistically, you know. I mean, I used to imagine that great artists just, like, viewed the world as, like, just, like, like great art. I don't know. Just It was, like... As I've gotten better at um, taking photos and learned more about art, I I don't feel any different. I don't feel, you know, I don't, I mean, I'll notice, like, oh, this is good light, or this is, you can maybe do a silhouette here, or, you know, just the sort of tricks to the trade, but I don't ever, it's not like I've had this, like, white light moment where all I, like, I, all I see is is creative. I actually feel very uncreative most of the time I'm taking photos and then usually afterwards I'm able to figure out what's your best, you know? I don't know if I answered your question. No, no, no. So I I guess do you think the cognitive aspect is coming in in this editing stage more than or Yeah, it is. I mean, you definitely as I'm looking through the hundreds of thousands of photos I've taken of a thing, you start to, you know, you say, okay, this one, this one has it together. This one has the elements of form together. You know, this one has something to it. This one has, this one stands above the rest for, for whatever reason. Or a lot of times it's very ambiguous. There's seven that are almost the same, you know, just the same moment seven different ways and you have to say well I'm choosing this one because I like the way this person's hand looks or I like the the way this little person in the background is reminding me of a renaissance painting or something there's all mm-hmm. sorts of reasons why you know um, I had to select uh, at, 
uh, at my day job where I take photos for the, the city government, I had to select from several photos of the same interaction between four politicians. And I chose one where one politician is craning his neck to hear what the other one is saying, and it's, it's, it has a sense of drama to it. His, his, his motion of craning his neck has a sense of drama to it that's not in the other ones, and it almost just, to me, makes it seem more like this, this is what I need to present to the world over the other ones. Um, uh, in terms of cognition, I think you definitely think you know, as you're shooting, I mean, you know, most most of the times I'm tasked with shooting an event or a thing like this thing we're doing now. So you sort of think like what, think of all the shots you need. You think of what might look good. But um, yeah, as I said, it's just for me, it never transcends my own mind. It never goes to. What about the what about the experience of a photograph? So to look at a photograph not as a like if you look at a photograph in a gallery or in a museum, do you think there's a cognitive aspect there? Cognitive in what way? Are you? Does it make you think? Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, each time you look at a photo, you're it's cognitive. You're you know taking in the information, and yeah, I think the ones that really make you think more, almost they're I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase it and I'm thinking of a certain photographer named Alex Webb who his photos a lot of times really they go beyond the literal and they sort of and he's someone who I imagine sees in this like this artistic way that I don't or, or maybe I do I don't know sometimes there's a sense that the photographer through his choice of pushing the shutter at that moment really transcended what the actual moment was and added his own mental artisticness to it, you know, because the actual moment didn't look like that. The actual moment just looked like any other arbitrary moment. But the fact that he's combined all these elements in the frame at this one moment turns this whatever was happening at the time into something that is filled with drama and meaning and makes your mind do all sorts of potentially go to all kinds of different places and yeah do you have an example of one of these where it's like a or maybe i mean maybe from something you've done or something from this artist where it's you could just tell us about like what the what it what the actual moment was and then what got what changed with the again for the record i'm talking about alex webb who's a member of magnum the photo agency magnum but also has his own successful career just as a uh, um, as a photographer. He's published a lot of books. Um, and so one of his photos that comes to my mind right this second is it's um, in Mexico and it's hard to describe without showing it to, to you or to the viewer. Um, but it's basically there's the, the frame is broken up into three little sections and in one section there's a couple that's kissing and the other section there's someone who actually in retrospect he's hiding his face from the camera that's what he's doing but he, he's holding up a magazine to his face so it's, he almost becomes this inhuman 
thing, but you can tell it's alive, but, you know, he has no face. His face is blocked. It's like a blocked face with a human body. And then uh, the third frame, I, it's a kid eating an ice cream cone or something. But then it's like, so a person, like two people kissing, and it's, it's very expressive, and this hidden face. And then the third, the right hand of the frame is um, some other person doing something, and it's like, that was literally just like a street scene and you know these three people just had nothing to do with each other probably never they might not even know that their their three likenesses have been pulled into this little frame and now it's like this this triptych of the street and there's also also I should mention it's half of it is in shadow because there's like this beam of light coming through which Mm -hmm. makes it really dramatic and it just all of a sudden, it's 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 a its own idea, you know. It transcends with this couple kissing and this person blocking his or her face and this other. I can't remember what the third person's doing, um, but it becomes this this just this little scene, you know. And and that's it. That's the photo, you know. It's it's uh, one fraction of a fraction of a second that once captured stands on its own. That's really, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. I have to look at this now. Um, but yeah, no, that's pretty ma- So this is the, to bring it all back, it seems like the idea was that this is what the, this is what the photographer is bringing to just a moment of life. They're bringing some sort of order, arrangement. Order. Yeah, or, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. essentially what photography yeah. is. It's just your you have a little little frame, a little a little rectangle, and you could use it. You could impose order on whatever it's pointing at. You know, uh, it doesn't have to be necessarily the street. It could be staged. It could be some weird collage you did. It could be whatever. But you're 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 isolating that point in time, whatever that point in time is, and saying, you know, this is a this is a point in time worth saving for whatever reason. And th- this ordering, this act of ordering, seems like it could be an act of cognition, right? For sure. Definitely. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, it's just the same as any other. Let's say, you know, I take a bunch of words and I arrange them in an order, and now it's a poem, you know. Or I take a bunch of paint and I arrange it in a way, and now it's a painting, you know. Um, it's sort of the same thing. It's just the there's a quote. Um, it's just uh, I forgot who it's by, but it's like once you put the four walls of a frame around a thing, it becomes something else, you know. So yeah, but definitely yeah. I mean, I was you know to bring it back to cognition, whether or not one is thinking. I don't know. Just in supreme art terms, you're definitely thinking. You're definitely deciding when the right moment is to push the shutter, you know? And um, I guess you'll never really know what the photographer was thinking, you know? A lot of times it's just an accident. And then, as I said, you realize later on, you're like, oh, wow, it's a pretty yeah. happy accident, yeah, you know? Yeah. Or, let's, uh, or other times it's very so well thought out that, it, you know... Well, thank you so much. Yeah, um, I, I, I enjoyed this. Thank you. This man. was a pleasure. Yeah.